At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What's up? Welcome in. It's your favorite hour of the day. I know it. We all know it. Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel with you here. Good show on tap today. Johnny Avello is going to be with us in 15 minutes. So we can hear a little bit more about the weekend and how it went. You know, we want to wallow in it a little bit more, right? Every weekend's great for these guys. Last two have not seen Hey, the so betters much. have to win once in a while. Right. And uh, the betters won big on the NFL yesterday. We'll talk about that with Johnny. Also, the NBA season about to tip Ooh, off. Oh, buddy. We are on the eve. Cannot wait. Actually had a dramatic line move earlier today, too, that we were talking about off the air. Groups are coming in, man. Is that dramatic? Groups. I mean, not really. Okay. But, you know, two-point move <laughs> in favor of uh, a road team in the season opener. We'll get to the NBA 1.2 because uh, we're going to talk MVP at the end of this hour. But let's begin with, I think, what is going to be the headliner tonight. And no, it is not Monday Night Football. I'm kind of eh on Monday Night Football today. But I'm not eh on what's going down in baseball. It's been a fun couple of days. And now we get the ALCS back on tap between the Astros and the Red Sox. Boston forces a split over in Houston. So now we get this back in Boston. As we look at this right now, Red Sox $1.12 favorite, plus 102 coming back on the other side here at the South Point. Total of 9 Shaded to the over. Small moves here throughout the day, humans. We actually got as high as $1.18 in some spots uh, on the Boston Red Sox, led by Eduardo Rodriguez today. And we've had a flip of the juice there on the total. Opened up nine shaded to the under. Now we're at nine shaded to the over. And this is a pretty fascinating spot because, obviously, the Astros, with the loss of Lance McCullers Jr., mm-hmm. don't really get to start the series off how they want to. And then now you get an Eduardo Rodriguez on the other side, who, as we've talked about, statistically, underneath those line, those numbers, right, is a very good pitcher who's going to be able to induce swings and misses, limit uh, free runners. The Red Sox are in a pretty good position with Eduardo Rodriguez on the hill. And on the other side, you get Jose Rakiti on the, on the uh, mound for Houston. And if you look at some of the numbers, he's been solid, but... 362 ERA, 438 expected fielding independent on the season. Not a dominant strikeout guy. It's not the best place to be in having given up home field advantage. Now going on the road to face on Eduardo Rodriguez with a lesser pitcher. Oh, the Astros were in a tough spot. Yeah. And they were in a tough spot going into the series because Lance McCullers ruled out is a big setback for the Houston Astros. I, I've talked many times. This become one of my favorite pitchers to bet. He's a legit ace. And with no McCullers, I thought the – Astros going to have a tough time winning this series. It really screws up the way you set up your pitching. Erod and the Red Sox are thinking in a, in a much better spot tonight, even though he has not been great in the postseason. Made two starts against the Rays, had a 540 ERA in those games. 
and this season his numbers were not that great. I think uh, your Quiddy actually has had a pretty good year. He's got a whip of 0.99. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, the Red Sox offense is red hot right now. They jumped up 8-0 in game two with two grand slams. I'm not surprised that the betters are playing this over the total of nine because you look at this pitching matchup and the numbers, and you look at the two offenses, and you think a high-scoring game at Fenway Park. Yeah, I didn't play it. Uh, I did not. I don't have a bet on the series or on tonight's game, but I have to lean Red Sox for the series because of Lance yeah. McCullers' absence. Yeah, uh, I had to take a little on the Red Sox uh, to offset that six to one ticket I got in Houston mm-hmm. with the AL, uh, especially after the, the McCullers news. It's uh, not very good in terms of the Astros because well, I think I wouldn't say their pitching staff was weak by any stretch, but they they have a whole bunch of like B plus guys on that staff. And then there was Lance McCullers Jr., who at times had issues with walks, and now it's just kind of thrown into a world. And they still have a really good lineup, and there is perfectly a perfectly plausible scenario in which they come in the Astros and do what they did in game one, right? But that's kind of the troubling thing is they're actually down kind of big in game one. Was mm-hmm. it 4-1, and they had to come storming back in that game yeah. to ultimately win, and then you get blown out in game two. It's just it looks like from, I guess, momentum standpoint and even from a personnel standpoint, the Astros, despite being the better team record-wise, are in a tough spot. Well, the Astros were lucky they uh, yep. managed to pull that comeback in game one and win. If not, they'd be have their backs to the wall, blindfolded, waiting for the firing squad at this point. But uh, 1-1, you still get a decent shot, even though Lance McCullers is uh, a big loss uh, for the Astros. I, like I said, I'd have to lean Red Sox the rest of uh, this series. As a Yankees fan, it's really tough for me to even watch this series. <laughs> oh, well, and, you know, it sucks, too, because in, in baseball, right, like now this is just momentum. Like the Red Sox are just on fire. The lineup is turning uh, out yeah. almost everything. Almost every dude in this lineup is hitting extremely well, whether it's Devers, Hernandez. Like it's ridiculous yeah. how like how hot they are at this point. And then you get good pitching performances from guys like you have all the, these certain spots. Like it's it's nuts. And no, like on top of all that, you have a manager, yep. Alex Cora, who tends to press all the right buttons. Yep. He makes the right moves, unlike Aaron Boone. That's why <laughs> right. the Yankees are home. But, <laughs> you know, I was really pulling for the Rays. I wanted to see the, you know, the team with the tiny payroll make a big run, get back to the World Series and win it after what happened last year. And now you got the Astros, the Cheaters, and the Red Sox. Uh, I don't know. Now I'll watch Monday Night Football. Okay. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, because I'm, I'm excited for this. Do you give the Dodgers a fighting chance now as we talk about oh, the Dodgers course. in a 2 nothing series hole? But the, you know what? This is similar to it – was was it last year they were in a they were also in a two-game hole? A, a, I think mm-hmm. it was last season in one of their series. But it set up eerily two similar. 2 hole to the Braves. Right, right. That, that's what it was. Yeah. Exactly. Because it set up eerily similar where now, yes, you're down 2 nothing, but going back home, and you get Walker Bueller in the first game. Mm-hmm. Like the rotation now sets up for them somewhat nicely to kind of fight their way back through this as they go forward here. Because after yesterday, Dodgers, of course, lose one. They're up 4-2, ultimately lose 5-4 to in walk-off fashion to the Atlanta Braves. By the way, how about the oniony base running from the Braves, sending everybody, like every single, doesn't matter. Now, we're just going to send guys. Eddie Rosario was great last night, but the Dodgers now for the series, plus 160. Tomorrow, $1.75 favorite with Walker Bueller on the hill. Yeah, Dodgers laying a buck seventy-five. What'd you say the series price is? Plus one sixty for the Dodgers to win it. That's courtesy of that, DraftKings. That might be worth a play, actually. Even though Clayton Kershaw is out, the Dodgers have plenty of pitching. The problem is Dave Roberts. How is he going to use that pitching? Yeah. And how much faith do you have in Dave Roberts? Pulls Max Scherzer out of games early. He uses uh, Urias in the eighth inning when he's got guys in the bullpen he can go to. Dave Rogers, unlike Alex Cora, does not have a knack for making the right moves with his pitchers. But I think the Dodgers are going to get a lot of public play in game three, down 2-0 in the series with Bueller on the mound. And uh, I don't disagree with that. I think if you're going to lay the price at some point in the series, you would probably do it in game three with Bueller mm-hmm. down two games. Yeah, I, didn't really, I don't really love the way he's been using Urias. It's been kind of weird. Like, especially the way the guy's been pitching. Like, just let him, let him start a game. And it was only one inning yesterday, but three hits, gave up two earned runs, and like... Like, let the guy get out there. Dave Roberts is a lot like Aaron Boone. Seems like a great guy, probably a great clubhouse guy. <laughs> Just doesn't have a clue how to use yeah. his pitching staff. No, so plus 160. We'll have more on this game as we go forward. But it is worth noting that the Dodgers find themselves yet again this 2 nothing hole to the Atlanta Braves. So you're in on Monday night, huh? Buffalo Bills up to a six-point favor with a total of 53 and a well, half. That's a lesser today. of two evils. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could always, you know. I know you're not a Buffalo Bills guy. You're not a Josh Allen guy. And we just saw this team in prime time last week light up the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Can they do it two weeks in a row on the road? I actually leaned on the Titans a little bit here at this number. And I think it's a much better spot for the Titans. But 
you and I have talked about this many times. We don't have great respect for the paper Titans. Not and, at all. Uh, not much respect for their defense. So it wouldn't surprise me if Josh Allen put up big numbers again tonight. By the way, the uh, Bills have covered six of their last seven on the road. So pretty good road team. Yes, uh, they have looked pretty damn good up to this point. Now, if you look at Tennessee, from, like there's all sorts of indicators we can look at Tennessee for, but right when you're talking about just the defensive play, that's the thing that turns you off because I actually feel like there is a there's quite the plausible it's it's quite plausible that they come out offensively, can run the ball extremely well, operate at a relatively high level offensively. It's just that when you look at the secondary and you're talking about one of the worst defenses in terms of air yards and yards after catch, don't really generate a ton of pressure this year as you have last year. One of the top teams in terms of missed tackles, technically with bottom, uh-huh. like the Titans. It just seems like this would be a mad, like I can understand if this is a higher scoring game, right? And I think you want that if you're going to be betting the Tennessee Titans because I don't think they're holding back Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, probably not. Probably not going to hold the Bills down much. My, my concern here with the Titans is Derrick Henry has not had much success yeah. against the uh, Buffalo defense last season. 19 carries, 57 yards. He's faced the Buffalo defense three times in his career. 3.8 yards per carry, 64 yards per game. So Derrick Henry's going to have to have a lot more success than that if the Titans are going to cover that number tonight. Do you believe in letdown spots in the National Football League? Uh, you know, to a much lesser extent than I do in college football. Because this, I guess this would be kind of a letdown spot for the Buffalo Bills. Would it not? Big win, prime time. It's always hard. Well, Kansas City. Yeah, it's hard to say a Monday night game's ever a letdown spot because teams get up to play on Monday night. You know. I would agree. Uh, also, on in the injury report, of course, you got to keep an eye on uh, little things. Uh, Jerry Hughes popped up on the injury uh, report throughout the week, as did Starlo Talele for the Buffalo Bills. So, names to watch here as you move forward with uh, the Buffalo Bills. And on the other side, this has been a team, if you look at the Tennessee Titans, that have been pretty beat up across the board, right? But really, the names, uh, if you're talking about to watch, Chester Rogers, questionable. One of their wide receivers, hamstring injury for Christian Fulton out in the secondary, too, a secondary that's already pretty weak. So, not a lot of key injuries there, but names to note as we move forward for Monday Night Football. And I would be in agreement with you. Like, I'm not surprised the market has pushed this all the way up to six and a half. Be curious if you get to that full seven by the time we get to kickoff later to seven, today. I will play the Titans. Yeah, right? I don't think it's going to get to seven, but if it flashes seven and uh, I have an account at that book, I will try to hit the uh, plus seven at some point before the game. I think that's the way to go tonight, but I'm not sure it's going to get to seven. And uh, I'm a little bit surprised up to six and a half. But then again, with all the success... Favorites had yesterday in the NFL. I think uh, the public is uh, going to keep playing the favorites. You're going to play a high-scoring team like the Bills, too. A lot of people are on, in love with the Buffalo Bills. And uh, i got to give people credit who bet the Bills against the uh, Chiefs a week ago because mm-hmm. uh, they were in a small dog spot. Looked like the price was cheap, cheap on the Chiefs. And uh, the Bills blew wow. them out. Last week, um, I took a lot of bad uh, losses, right? Ones that I feel like I did not deserve. <laughs> The Bills-Chiefs matchup was, was not wrong one. Side. <laughs> I was, deserved every part of that. That was wrong down. side the whole way. Yep. Uh, I was on that side, too. Yeah, that was, uh, that was not even close. That was one of the ones where you just yeah. throw your hands up. You're like, all right, I'll take it. That's fine. Uh, now, it was a good weekend for you betters out there, so let us continue to wallow in a little bit longer. Johnny Vell is going to be with us on the other side, runs the sports book over at DraftKings. We get his thoughts on, on not only how the weekend went, right, because it was a big one for betters, but what they're looking at heading into this one, because I would assume after what Sunday was like, they would really like to see an outright Tennessee Titans win today. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that would be uh, good for the books tonight. We'll check in with Johnny Avello of DraftKings next. Yep, we'll have that, and we have a lot more to get to. College football, Major League Baseball, and of course, the NBA. We're on the eve of tip-off of the 2021-2022 season. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get ready for all the action this NBA season with the VSIN basketball betting experts. Grab your copy of the VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now. Strategies, prediction, best bets, stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including me, provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. Digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season. Get your copy now for only $9.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. All right. Let's welcome in Johnny Uvello, director, sportsbook over at DraftKings. Johnny. How are you? How's everything going? You feeling okay after yesterday? I'm feeling fine. Uh, JVT, been through this many times. Uh, felt like I would never win another game uh, through my career. You know, so uh, <laughs> I, I'm happy for the players to have a couple of good weeks in a row. And uh, pockets are full and going to be around for a while. That's what the way I look at it. How bad was it? Because we heard all the Vegas sportsbook directors talking about it. But you take bets on a national level so was it as bad nationally as it was here for the Vegas bookmakers it was Maddie you know and a lot of times it doesn't turn out that way because uh you know we with the volume we have we can usually eke out a profit but yesterday just everything went south for us there wasn't one game in the afternoon and only uh maybe one or two in the morning that worked for us and uh, and now we go into tonight, you know, and every, we still got some more hazard on the bills tonight. So, uh, yeah, it's a rough week. And uh, as a bookmaker, you live through them and uh, you, you get through them and look for another weekend. Johnny, what were some of the results that were the, the worst for you in terms of individual games? I know the Cowboys-Patriots game around here in Las Vegas was one of the worst ones. Uh, the Ravens-Chargers game. What was that at the top of the list for you guys? Uh, the, uh, the Chiefs game was the worst. Uh, that actually set everything off. And then, of course, that couple with the Packers, uh, Ravens, you mentioned, uh, Rams, Cardinals, um, and then the Cowboys uh, in, at the, in the night game. And then the Steelers tied in. The Steelers game wasn't as bad as far as straight bets were concerned, but you tie that game into all the money line and teasers. It, it connected all the dots. JVT and I took a tough beat on the Patriots yesterday, uh, losing by six in overtime. Cowboys win that 35-29. Dak Prescott passed for 445 yards, the most ever against the Bill Belichick coach Patriots defense. Uh, Johnny, are you buying into the Cowboys as uh, legit Super Bowl contenders at this point? Well, I'm buying into them because they're going to win the division easily. Uh, and but the the problem I do have with the team is they're pretty one dimensional. They're getting nothing out of the running game, so it's it's the Dak show. So if Dak uh, would get hurt, or if Dak would uh, you know confidence level would drop because all of a sudden you can't find targets, then the team's in a little bit of trouble. So um you know uh, they're a contender, Maddie, because they're going to move on into the playoffs. But, uh, you know, with one-dimensional style, I, to me, that, that spells trouble at some point. 
high in the power ratings for you as Arizona because now we're starting to enter a stretch, John, where the Cardinals are going to be uh, in some winnable games, right? You get the Texans this week. They're obviously a massive favorite. Then after that, we're talking about games against the 49ers, Panthers, Seahawks, potentially without Russell Wilson, the Bears. Uh, how, how high in your power ratings do you have Arizona? Yeah, we moved them up quite a bit now, and we've been moving them up every week. Offensively, they're great. Defensively, they're uh, you know they're getting better. So uh, they're certainly a contender right now. Uh, you know, if, if they continue to keep improving every week, uh, they're they're going to be right up there at the very near top on the ratings. All right, let's uh, look at. Tonight's game, you said you need, uh, it would be good for you, I assume, for the Titans to pull the outright upset tonight at six and a half. What are the betting splits on this game tonight, Johnny? Uh, I didn't look at them, Matty, just recently, but, you know, they were in that 70-30 range. So, um, you know, we opened this game three and a half, we're at six. The the good part about it is that the Titans are not a bad team and they're at home tonight. So, uh, you know, there could be some Titan money line that, shows up there has has been some but there could be some more by game time so uh but you know i don't know if we're ever going to be in good shape on this game because of everything that happened yesterday so uh, i'm just looking to get through this and start a new week all right jvt's itching to talk about the nba but we got to hold off on that just for a second well and i had a really quick question too about tonight john like Uh uh, on a game like this because humans and i were talking about this right so in a lot of the markets we're getting at six and a half ish uh maybe approaching seven uh, how does that? Um, what do you start to see in terms of teasers? Because I would assume some teasers start to pile up as well, like tying it into maybe next weekend or so as you get closer to that six and a half, seven range, right? Yeah, it's like betting horse race and pick threes. You know, you've you've hit the first two pick of the pick three, and now you start the th- you start the last leg with a whole new uh, set of games, and that's exactly what's going to happen tonight with this one. You bet a lot of horse racing, right, John? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, okay. I was at the. Uh, I tried to make up something. (laughs) (laughs) The Cardinals are 6-0. The Cowboys, the only team in the uh, NFL to be 6-0 ATS, Yeah. by the way, against the spread. All right. Should be fun. Uh, Let's move on to the baseball playoffs. The Red Sox, slight favorites over the Astros tonight in Boston. You would look at this pitching matchup, think it's uh, probably going to be a high-scoring game with this red-hot Red Sox offense. Johnny, how is game three being bet tonight between Astros and Red Sox at Fenway Park? You're right on the over, Matt. We opened up uh, eight and a half over. We're up to nine over, so a full point, uh, and that's not going to stop. Uh, as far as the side's concerned, uh, their early money's on Boston. Uh, I think this thing will balance out pretty well. People are going to take the uh, the Astros as a dog tonight, I think, when we get closer to game time. So I think this thing will balance out real well. How uh, how much liability did you have on the Dodgers throughout the season? How popular they were, were they for you guys? And what does it look like now, obviously, with them down 2-0? Uh, how much would a Dodgers loss in that series do for you if they do indeed fall? Well, when you look at the four teams that are left, the uh, the, the only team that we're actually in, the, in really good shape with is the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Uh, Houston, you know, we took that big bet during the season, that Mattress Mac bet. Uh, Boston, we've taken money on because they were high from the very beginning. And the Dodgers, you know, they, they've they been bet just because they're a good team. So <laughs> we have the one team in Atlanta. That's the team we really have going for us. How do you feel like that series is going to go with the Dodgers down 2-0 going home with Walker Bueller? Well, if Atlanta can get the next one, of course, the series, I feel real confident that they'll win it. But if they don't get the next one, they could lose the next one with, you know, two in a row with uh, Urias going in game two. And then, then we're even Steven and then they're in a little trouble. They need to get one of these next two, pull some of that ninth uh, inning magic that they've been pulling over the last couple of games. So um, that's the only way I would feel confident in Atlanta. Right now, they're they're the favorite, a two-to-one favorite, but uh, that's that means nothing right now with this Dodger lineup. All right, I think you're going to be heavy on Dodgers money on Tuesday night with the uh, favorite down 2-0 uh, going home. All right, JVT, I'm going to set you loose. Time to talk NBA. Oh, okay. Well, actually, I'll ask you this, John. We had quite the we have a tip off tomorrow between the Bucks and the Nets. We saw the market shift at about like eight thirty our time out here on the West Coast. Uh, the Bucks were sitting around pick or minus one, and then every single shot moved to that one and a half in favor of Brooklyn. What was behind that move? Yeah, you know, JVT, I'm kind of surprised at that too, especially with the defending champ Bucks at home. Um, it's you know, people are buying into the Nets. They're buying into them to win the, uh, you know, the the whole thing, the NBA championship. So they're buying in and on game one here. To, uh, so 
That's just that's the only reason I see, unless you're the NBA expert, so maybe you can tell me why. Uh, I, I think that it sounds like maybe a certain group came in and played it uh, ultimately, but that's about it because uh, I actually bet the Bucks plus one and a half and the market moved in the next few days. The Bucks minus one, and I felt good about it. So mm-hmm. uh, it'll be interesting to see where the market goes with this. What about the night game tomorrow? Because we've seen a shift here. The Lakers are pretty banged up, and now they're down to about a three, three and a half point favor. What do you guys have, Matt? Yeah, well, but four and a half down to three and a half. It's been warrior money line on this game uh, by a pretty good margin. I think that's going to continue. Yeah. What about futures wise? You guys have uh, what two oh five on the Brooklyn Nets. So finally, a little bit of an adjustment. You guys have been sitting at two to one all summer. Uh, what does the futures book look like coming into the year? The same usual suspects: Lakers, Nets. Same thing, you know, and all that talk with Irving and, you know, going to play, not going to play means nothing. The money's still coming in on the Nets. Now, some of that, of course, is the East Coast bias, but, uh, you know, Nets have been a uh, hot commodity the whole summer. JVT, do you have 10,000 laying around? I do not. Well, I mean, I think I could scrounge it up. Okay. Okay. Well, you could enter to Sports Betting National Championship. Johnny, we were talking about this last week. What are the details on the DraftKings Sports betting national championship in early November. This is really cool, Maddie. We did this a couple of years ago in New Jersey in December and doing it again. It's $10,000 buy-in. 5,000 of that goes into a pool. Uh, you play with 4,700. We take out 300 for administration. And then uh, you bet college football, pro football, and baskets. Now you have options. You can come to New Jersey and Weehawk and where I'm going to be. Uh, and I know some of Vison's going to be there too, um, and for those three days. Or you can play from some states. Colorado's on board. Arizona's on board. Uh, so if you want to, don't want to make the trip, you can go down to Arizona and play in the contest. So it's a contest where you can either be live, or you can be in a state uh, that's going to accept wagering on this contest, and uh, it's going to be a big deal. All the details up there, DraftKings.com. Johnny, good to talk to you, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Johnny Vello, Sportsbook Director over at DraftKings. We'll be back. We have plenty left to get to. A look at uh, the weekend that was still. View from Vegas. Let's talk about this. We got something from Dave Tooley on the other side. This is The Edge on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and anytime, so you never miss a minute of the game. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, and citrus, Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. Plus, it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zen comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 or older. Learn more and find your local retailer at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. JVT, what gives you more of a kick, betting the NBA or nicotine? Uh, if you asked me like 10 years ago, I'd say nicotine. Now it's betting the NBA. Now it's betting, yeah, it's betting the NBA. It's just betting in general, right? Like I said on you know, <laughs> social media, I can't wait to get from a sport with so much volatility like the NBA, uh, NFL to get to <laughs> something a little bit more baseline like the yeah. NBA this week, right? You know, nothing crazy happens there. Uh, Dave Tooley, you can follow him on Twitter at View from Vegas. Uh, put it succinctly up on his Twitter account this weekend. The view for Vegas of the National Football League. Favorite 7-0, straight up and against the spread in those 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific time kickoffs. Yep, not a single dog even covered. Five were road favorites. Green Bay, Kansas City, Minnesota, Cincinnati, and the Los Angeles Rams. Jags did upset the Dolphins 23-20, but of course, action was on them because they closed as a two-point underdog. Mm-hmm. Under 6-1-1 one, one in the morning games. Then you get to what the afternoon was, as Tooley notes. Cowboys beating the Patriots at overtime. Cowboys also ended up covering this four-point road favorite. Touchdown instead of that field goal. Thanks for rubbing it in, Tooley. Cowboys, the only afternoon favorite to cover is the Cardinals. Beat up the Browns. Raiders upset the Broncos. Wow, what a day, man. That's not a good afternoon for me. I had the uh, Patriots. Loser. Browns. Loser. Broncos. Loser. Look. 0-3 in the afternoon. I actually won the Packers in the morning, but that's a meager accomplishment when you're talking about three losses in the afternoon, I was most surprised that the Browns just got steamrolled yeah. uh, by the by the uh, Cardinals. 
And you could tell early in that game, the Cardinals brought it. They showed up. There was a lot of were, chaos around that team, but no Cliff Kingsbury didn't have your offensive play caller there. And Kyler Murray banged up shoulder, didn't even show it. He uh, dominated the Browns. Browns defense didn't show up, and the offense was a train wreck. There was a glimpse of hope where they get the t- they get the Hail Mary at <laughs> halftime. That's pretty but, bad when your best offense plays well, a Hail Mary. That's but, that's about all they had. Well, and then but then remember they had that drive that went into the red zone right against Arizona, but they had a fourth and four, and Odell Beckham Jr. for the second consecutive mm-hmm. week drops a pass on a fourth down that would have converted for a first. If you remember last week, he did it against the Los Angeles Chargers, and he had it again there, and that was it. Once they dropped that, I was like, all right, I'm checking out. Yeah. As you have told me many times, there's nothing worse than hope, and I had a little bit of hope that the Browns might be able to pull that I out. I had him in a off. contest card. Did not happen. Did I not flipped happen. it. I just watched Cowboys-Patriots. I, I can't sit there for three hours hoping that a hopeless team can make a comeback like the Browns. Uh, yesterday feels like a pathetic existence when you sit there all afternoon and do that. The one thing about the Browns, they were number one offense, number one rushing offense in the NFL, 188 yards per game. Mm-hmm. They have yesterday about 80 yards on the ground that's, against was, the Cardinals. Look, and but I know they, they didn't catch have, up. They didn't yeah. have Nick Chubb and their starting tackles, right, right. right? But I was I was still surprised about the lack of explosion. And look, they fell into a hole pretty quickly, so you kind of can't really operate the run game at the same level that you want to. Right. So that didn't really help things either. But it was really surprising. And we're, we're talking about the Browns, though, for a specific reason. Because, one, they're the first game for next week. They play on Thursday against the Broncos. But since you and I were on the air last night, we've seen quite the shift here from the market, right? And we have question marks, injury concerns all across the board, whether it's Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, you know, the two tackles, starting tackles for the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield and his off shoulder. Mm-hmm. In terms of that thing just looks torn up. We were listening to the quotes last night after media, during media availability. He sounds awful. It doesn't sound very positive. But this is a game that opens six in favor of Cleveland with a total of 44. We are now down to three and a half pretty much everywhere. There's some wandering fours out there. The three and a half is altered juice, that courtesy of Circa. But Cleveland is now down to a three and a half point favor with a total of 42 and a half. And I will say this. Depends on the injury report and how it plays out for the rest of the roster. But if you're to tell me right now that Case Keenum is starting this game on mm-hmm. Thursday, by the way, low-key Case Keenum revenge game, uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it. I actually would not. I don't think Case Keenum and Baker Mayfield at this point right now, because Baker Mayfield's clearly not healthy, mm-hmm. that there's that much of a difference between the two, if anything. Uh, there may be no difference at all. I think that Baker Mayfield is uh, not better than Case Keenum right now. I think Keenum could probably uh, come in and play well and give the uh, Cleveland Browns a pretty good shot to win this game on Thursday night. So I would not downgrade the Browns at all if uh, Keenum, if uh, Keenum gets the start. You know, both these, it's a actually somewhat interesting Thursday night game because these teams were so bad mm-hmm. on Sunday. Uh, I was really surprised. The Broncos looked like the team that had the coach fired and had a week full of distractions. They were flat, didn't show up, and the Raiders rolled in that game 34-24, not even indicative of how lopsided that game was. Uh, the Raiders owned that game basically from start to finish. Where did that performance come from? Because that Raiders offense had looked pretty bad the previous two games. They're running screens, and they're taking deep shots, and... It's crazy. Like, it's like the play calling Greg, Greg Olson's calling plays, and all of a sudden the Raiders showed a lot of creativity. And I, right. I'm not going to say that he didn't show any under John Gruden because they did. But, man, the Raiders are really rolling. They were in sync offensively. Yeah. And, I, I, and now also with the Broncos, you and I talked about this a little bit last night in the opening line show. Uh, the Broncos and Vic Fangio are in big trouble. Their backs are against the wall. They started the season hot against a week schedule. What was Fangio doing? With that challenge yesterday. No idea. He, he's another guy who looks like he's completely lost when it comes to game management. And uh, Mike Pritchard said right before he walked out um, after he finished his show and said, a lot of people in Denver are upset with Vic Fangio. If he doesn't win this game on Thursday night, that might be it. Yep. Now, it might just pan out that this is just a better spot for Denver, given all the injuries and now the short turnaround for Cleveland. I thought Cleveland. the Broncos were in a good right. spot last week. Yep. No, I would agree. And um, that would be the side for me if, it was, if I was going to be – if I was going to be uh, – in that game, but the short week does not do Cleveland any favors in this spot this week. And the market reacting as such, putting this down about two and a half points, it does make a lot of sense. And the other game I wanted to bring up because well, the Browns lose their identity too. You got your top two running backs out, and you're oh, the number right. one rushing offense in the league, so it's not the same team. Oh, they, so close. much of their identity stems from their running game. Baker Mayfield is much more comfortable mm-hmm. when he's operating within that system, and the running game is operating at high level. Like that Chargers game was peak Browns. Like that offense can still be extremely explosive, yeah. running mainly through the run game, but the run game's got to be going, and that, that wasn't the case. So we see this market move. Uh, we also have had quite the shift here in the market since we've been on the air last night on the opening lines. Falcons are now two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road <laughs> against the Miami Dolphins. 
This is from from the look ahead. This is now a five and a half point swing mm. in favor of the Atlanta Falcons. Look ahead here had Miami as a three point favorite. Falcons now laying two and a half. That's a serious downgrade of the Dolphins. It's- and uh, they, they lose the game in London and come home as home dogs to the Falcons, who are nothing special. Uh, do you agree with this move? I'm not. I'm not sure what to think of this game, except for I really don't want to watch it. I will say that uh, I agreed with going from three to pick, but now I think we're getting a little strong in, in one direction. And I always find it funny because we talk about like the market perception, how they power rate these teams, right? Mm-hmm. It, we're talking about we're not that far from the the market wanting nothing to do with the Atlanta Falcons, right? The, the market moves right. against them in that Jets game, moves against them in that Washington football team game. That, like The market has been against Atlanta in almost every single turn this year. And now all of a sudden, because we watched in technically, I guess it's not a primetime game, but in a standalone spot, the Dolphins lose to Jacksonville. Now all of a sudden it's like <laughs> five and a half point swing. Let's move it the other way. Now, now the Falcons should be favored on the road. It just It's a pretty big change in role for the Atlanta Falcons. Right. I'm not sure I agree with it, but at the same time, um, I'm, no, I'm in no hurry to bet the Dolphins at this point. One line we did talk about last night in the show, I said, if you like the Patriots, lay the six and a half now, because that number is going to seven. Right. And uh, it is now painted seven across the board. Patriots over the Jets. And the Patriots trying to avoid an 0 and four, actually, they're 0 and 4 at home, trying to avoid an 0 and 5 start yep. at home. If they win this game, JVT, the Patriots will be 3 and 4 with three wins over the Jets and the Texans. You got to prove they can beat somebody good, and, and they're and they're right there, man. Like we yeah, talked man, they've about been this. right there in three of the losses down to the last play. But they got to find a way to win close games in the NFL. The Dolphins game, Damian Harris fumbles as they're going into yep. the, the the end zone to score. You're talking about the loss yesterday in overtime to the Dallas Cowboys. Well, they probably they beat the Bucks if the, the right. field goal hits the upright. Correct. All right, and I just and and again we talk about quizzical coaching decisions with that team, whether they're operating their offense in an odd, like in an odd way. In that game, electing not to go for it on a fourth down and instead in the driving rain, elect to kick a field goal. What was it, 52 yards or something like that? Um, the Patriots don't have anybody to blame but themselves for the way that they have started the season. But you see glimpses of it, and against a team like the Jets, they should be able to operate at a high level. Now, Chase Winovich, Dante Hightower, both injured in that game yesterday. Secondary did look pretty poor yeah. on the stretch and pretty beat up, so you want to check the injury report. But I will say this, Patriots hovering around seven. I'm sure it'll get to seven and a half. And if you're talking about like two and a half with the New York Giants at home against the Carolina Panthers, those are going to be some uh, teaser legs that I think are going to be, I think, pretty tempting for some people. Teasing the Patriots down, teasing the Giants up. Patriots are a lot more tempting than the Giants. Uh, well, they're taking on the Panthers. You know how I feel about the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Panthers look bad, man. They look How do you feel about terrible. the Giants? I like them. I like their chances <laughs> against an equally bad team. You know, one number did not move last night. Chris Andrews, South Point yep. Sportsbook Director, on with us saying he thought the number was a little bit light on the Raiders. Las Vegas, three-point home favorite over the Eagles. That number has not moved at all. Still sitting on three. All right, we'll come back. uh, Update best bets from the weekend that was. Also take a look at uh, something that has caught human's eye in our NBA guide. We had, what, six of us in these preseason predictions and six different MVP candidates for the NBA season. We'll talk about that when we come back here on The Edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome in. It's The Edge. Last couple of minutes here. Remember that you want to make sure that your next bet is one of the smartest ones that you make. So to do that, you want to check out the current betting splits data. It's a feature up on the website. gives the insights of where the money and the bets are going for every game. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Check them out. vsin.com. That's vsin.com. All right. You know what? I turned things around this weekend, right? Minor, small, winning weekend. I checked the betting splits before I did so. I think that's why. Are you sure? Is that why? Recap of SBETS over. Or is it because the uh, Seahawks Steelers game went the overtime? Yeah, you got a, baby. You got a lucky field goal. <laughs> Actually, you were very unlucky on the Patriots play and very lucky on the total in the Seahawks. I don't think I was. Uh, I don't think I was lucky. I handicapped that right. That third quarter, indicative of that. That's what I foresaw. Right, seventeen points in that third quarter. That's what I was expecting out of these two teams. That was lucky. Yeah. And sometimes you need a little bit of luck. Patriots yes, plus you four do. and a half. You get a lot of coin flip results in the NFL. Yeah, uh, Patriots plus uh, four and a half. That's a loser in overtime. By the way, can I just say, and I won't name names, okay? But I'm not superstitious, but I do believe, like, don't put the juju out there. When we're going to overtime, don't tweet out, please don't score a touchdown here. Uh, it puts the bad juju out there, and guess what happened? The touchdown was scored. Ravens minus two and a half. Finally, for the first time this season, didn't have to sweat a thing. Got to sit back and watch something else. Seahawks Steelers over 42 and a half. Two and one up to two. Nice play on the Ravens. Rocking chair winner. Finally. Uh, With the Baltimore Ravens. He had uh, two crazy results and one rocking chair winner. Uh, Yeah, that was somebody at VSIN who tweeted that out about please don't let the Cowboys score a touchdown. Yeah, that's bad juju. Don't put it into the universe. No reason to tweet constantly during these NFL games either. Anyway, uh, I had the I had Eagles. Some good tweets yesterday. Eagles winner, Browns loser, Broncos loser, and those were wrong side losers, no doubt about it. Twelve and ten on this show on NFL. Let's get the college football. That was much better over the weekend. Uh, four and one winners on Utah, Nevada, California, and Purdue. I did not think Purdue was going to win that game at Iowa straight up, twenty-four to seven. Those going to be a three, seven, ten-point type of game. But man, how about the number two team in the nation? You really think they were the second best team in the country? No, of course not. That's what the rankings said. Yeah, power power ratings not even close. I've been told but, that there's just unheralded parity this year. Like just because a bunch of teams are beating each other up at the bottom of the <laughs> at the yeah. bottom of the ladder doesn't really mean that much. Loser with K State plus six and a half, and uh, twenty seven and twenty for the college football season. Working on college football plays for this week all night, and I'll have a few on uh, tomorrow's show. All right. NBA season starts tomorrow. So you were really interested in, in our NBA guide and our predictions, right? Wow, so a lot of information in there, man. For nine ninety nine, that's a steal. You really liked it, huh? It's really yeah. good here. Got a lot of positive. Uh, we're working feedback on a college on college basketball betting guide. Up next. Yeah, Mr. Editor, Greg Peterson was sending me my assignments over the weekend, so getting cracking on that bad boy. Um NBA guide. What were we doing? I'm oh, sorry. I got lost in my joke. I thought it was hilarious. Um, so we had six experts, right? Kelly Bidlet, William Hill, Mitch Moss, Aaron Renning, Jonathan Von Tobel. Hey, that's me. And Matt Humans. So of us, we all predicted playoff seeds, conference winners, finals winners, mm-hmm. MVP and rookie of the year. Yep. Now, rookie of the year was kind of everybody had Jalen Green. Mitch had uh, Davion Mitchell for the Sacramento Kings. And I, of course, went with um, uh, Kate Cunningham, the favorite to win the award coming into this year. So the MVP was a different story, though, as you see this right now. By the way, feaston.com slash subscribe. Check out that NBA guide. We all had different selections for MVP. Kelly Bidlin went with Stephen Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Will Hill with Anthony Davis for the Los Angeles Lakers. Mitch Moss, Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz. Aaron Rinning, Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers. Went a little bit deeper, Paul George of the Los Angeles Clippers. And you picked, which I think is probably the right selection to make, Luka Doncic. Of the Dallas man. I was just surprised we had six guys and six, six different picks right. uh, for the MVP. Luka Doncic is a, a walking triple-double. And uh, yes. he is going to be MVP eventually. If it's not this year, it's going to happen soon. 
Uh, I consider Joel Embiid, but I'm not buying in completely on the Sixers. I think that's a uh, that's a tough situation. Well, to for me, out. it's about availability too, right? Embiid, uh, is, Embiid misses a lot of games. Yeah. He does. Uh, Paul George, I can see why you made that selection. I'll, I'll let you explain it, but I think it has a lot to do with the numbers he's going to put up while Kawhi Leonard is out. Right, he's going to be their number one guy. So the possessions are going to run through him. He'll be kind of their faux point guard. I know Eric Bledsoe's there, but. I, I think we're probably going to see Bledsoe in the starting lineup. Uh, that's going to be a short experiment, I think. He's probably going to be more of a bench guy as you move forward in the season. But this is Paul George's team, and for all the flack the guy gets, you saw what he could potentially be at the end of that postseason. That last series against Utah and into that series against Phoenix, he was very good. Mm-hmm. And we've seen like Paul George solo before. Keep in mind, two years ago, he finished third in MVP voting with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like It wasn't that far away that he was a top three MVP candidate. So, Paul George has it within him to put up the numbers. And in a Western conference that is missing stars like Clay Thompson, right? The, the Lakers are already beat up as it is. Jamal Murray is not playing. There's a lot of parity. There's going to be a lot of volatility within the standings. Right. They're a top four seed. Paul George is going to be a really big part of that. So my MVP. So that's what I was going to ask you. You've got the Clippers as a top four seed. Can they play to that level without Kawhi? And he, he's going to come back, what, in March? Uh, potentially. And that's even if he does, right? We know that Kawhi is pretty tentative when it comes back, when it comes to injuries, working his way back. So who knows when and if that's going to happen. I I kind of tend to think they're actually not going to get him this year. Just given the really? way. That, yeah. I just, just given his history, and this isn't a, hey, Kawhi soft thing. It's just he's very precautious when it comes to his body. He likes to be 100% and fully healthy and ready to go. And when you're talking about, think about that, you're talking about maybe coming back in March, and that's a slow rollout, and all of a sudden it's postseason, boy. Let's like let's go. Like, mm-hmm. like, bro, that's a really big ramp up in not just regular season games. Now you're talking about win or go home type stuff. And sure. I think that's a pretty hard ramp up there for Kawhi Leonard. So I, I don't think they're getting him back. But I think when you're looking at this from the example of the Lakers are the favorite by default just because of liability and whatnot, but they're clearly worse this season. How do you think the Lakers are going to start the season? Because I know you don't think they're going to be that as good defensively as they were last year. And, uh, man, I've watched the Lakers in a couple preseason games, and they got a lot to figure out offensively. I saw William Hill pick Anthony Davis as his MVP. I watched the game last week. Anthony Davis pulling the same tricks, floating around the three-point line, throwing up an air ball. Russell Westbrook <laughs> out of control, turning the ball over. Uh, I, I just don't believe Anthony Davis knows how to play the five. Yeah. And uh, I think the Lakers got a lot to figure out. Yeah, and I think, too, when you look at – this is just from a personnel standpoint, right? Like, the best defender they signed in the offseason was uh, was Trevor Reza. By the way, he's missing the, he's first, out. Two months. Yeah, he's missing yeah. the first two months of the season. Uh-huh. And when you talk about role players like Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, Wayne Ellington, you can go down the list. It's just subpar defenders. Mm-hmm. So this is a team that whose identity – and by the way, Russell Westbrook, a very overvalued defender. He's not been very good throughout his career. So now you're talking about a team whose personnel around LeBron James and Anthony Davis have just gotten worse defensively. They got rid of one of the best guard and off-ball defenders in the league in Alex Caruso. Now it's the Chicago Bulls. So I just think when you look at the way that they have shifted this, they did a good job in that, hey, we put some shooters around these guys and maybe it'll work from an offensive standpoint. But their defense suffered because of that. And I think that's why you're going to see them probably be like floating around this four-seed range, three-seed potentially, mm-hmm. right, for the Los Angeles Lakers as they work things out. And then you go down the list, like, okay, Phoenix is probably still going to be pretty good. They were my selection of the Western Conference and the guide. The Jazz are always a good regular season team. Yep. But then the rest of the teams are all around the same level, I think, from a power rating perspective. So it leads back to why I think the Clippers are going to be a little bit higher seed than right the market's giving them credit for at this point right now. And I just think why like a team like the Golden State Warriors are going to be slow starter. And then you can bet on them later in the season because they're going to get better and healthier as the year goes on. But I just think there is so much room if I were to tell you right now that the Mavericks were the second seed at the end of the season, would you really be that surprised? No, I don't think I'd not be. at all. Right. In fact, I considered the Mavericks for a top two seed. I went with the Utah Jazz, and that's uh, based a little bit on history and the fact that uh, when healthy, I do think the Jazz, um, uh, or you could consider the Jazz the number one power-rated team in the West. Yeah, potentially. I think so. Donovan Mitchell, interesting pick by Mitch Moss to be MVP because I think Mitchell's going to put up those. We saw it last year. He's capable of uh, putting up those type of numbers. Stephen Curry, what's he going to do without Clay Thompson, who's not going to be back until, what, January? Yeah. Well, and here's the thing with the, the one that works against Donovan Mitchell. This is where I will, I guess, my fellow nerds. Uh, analytics guys love Rudy Gobert so much that he's going to eat into Donovan Mitchell's votes. He really is. Like the, the Jazz are viewed as a collective as opposed to a superstar like Donovan Mitchell. And maybe the, the pendulum swings the other way, and he's viewed as a superstar that carries that team this mm-hmm. year. But – they are viewed as such a team effort that sometimes it hurts Donovan Mitchell in terms of candidacy for right. awards like this, you know? I think he is a superstar. I, I, I think he's great. 
when you have the talent where you're taking one dribble across the, the logo yeah. and pull it up, and you're and if you're against him in a bet or whatever it is, you're holding your breath like, ah, come on, man. Yeah. Like, he's he's freaking awesome. And he's not a diva. So, That's right. I like him a lot. He's one of my favorite players. But Luka Doncic is my man. That's going to be my MVP pick. And uh, I'll be actually a little bit surprised if he doesn't win it. I think Dallas uh, could be a top-four team in the West. Mm-hmm. Unless Jason Kidd's going to do some weird stuff with their defense. <laughs> He was not really good as a head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Sometimes he was forgotten. So, yeah, really looking forward to this. And you're talking about a lot of guys floating within, like, as high as the 30 to 40 to 1 range on those MVP picks and more. So it could be any one of those six dudes. It could be somebody else as well. When you're looking at, like, I have a ticket on James Harden at 25 to 1. You know what's interesting is uh, we have six different guys here, and nobody picked the Greek freak. No, I have voter fatigue, I guess. But I'd say watch out for Harden, too, because – one of the things that no irritated KD, me from last no season. No James Harden on that list? Yeah, yeah James yeah. Harden's got that potential. Yeah, he's yeah. and he's an Iron Man. Enough with the injury-prone stuff. It's not the case. He's played with Houston. He played in over 87% of their games. He's going to be out there. So, All right, that does it for us here on The Edge. vcin.com slash podcast, where you want to go. If you missed on any part of this show or your favorite shows, and vcin.com in general, check out those betting splits and everything we have to offer, like the NBA guide, because the season tips off tomorrow. With that, we are all done. My guys in the desert with Stormy coming up next. Jimmy Vaccaro? Gonna join her? How about that? Stay around. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.